0: welcome back to intro avenue this um is, uh, we're killing it we're on episode five episode this
1: is five
0: alma marillo right robert mcgowan and i'm really excited for this episode because we have did much less research and had way more time and we're just as unprepared and totally, totally all we, just, just all we gotta inspired. do is talk about the stuff that like we like and that inspires us and it's yeah. super fun um
1: it's literally just like research just think in
0: yeah, just de- think about the things yeah. that have, like, you almost- thought were cool when you were alive. Hold on, I'm going to grab my rocks. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um, it's almost a little harder researching that.
0: Well, it's because, you know, it's like when you said, like, meditation was, like, confronting. Yeah. You know, that's kind of, I think, the same kind of thing. Is this was almost like a meditative exercise. Yeah. Um, but, I don't know, like, do you want to go... Do you want us to go like in like a new in like a chronological thing or like a categorical way? Like, how do you want to organize this? Categorical, probably. Yeah. It's okay. So where do you want to start? Like, I got TV. I got internet. I got books. I got music for days. I got some movies.
1: We could honestly. Got
0: some plays.
1: We we should explain it, right? Yeah. So so. So. Inspiration is a tricky thing i think right yeah. because it's like uh really can be found anywhere so it's like what's to say this inspiration is like significant you know what i mean yeah but it says it could happen anywhere and anything could be like inspiring in a sense yeah but it is like you who like determines that i guess you know
0: determines if you're being inspired yeah
1: or... if you like do something with it
0: Uh, Yeah, I think that's that's true to like a certain point. You know, it's because it's like there, it's you don't choose what you like or dislike. True. Otherwise, you choose to like everything. Yeah. I don't think you choose what you're like. You can choose to be inspired because, you know, it's like before the podcast we were kind of talking about like looking for inspiration like in something forcing it. Yeah, like you you can almost force it. You can like look at something and you can find something to yeah. appreciate in it to like be inspired by from it someone
1: came up with that pen yeah and
0: that's uh, inspiring, this is one right? of my favorite pens bro yeah. i can look at this pen and i can think i should write something yeah. and if that's not inspiring i don't know what is yeah um like advertising is all inspiration is designed manipulated um inspiration yeah like inspiring to eat food or inspiring to do that or think about food or be hungry Mm. or like all this other crap
1: suggestive
0: yeah but um when i think of inspiration for me it's just like um inspiration is when it hits me it inspires me to do something whether that's just think or make a decision or act like you know like feel yeah, you know, like it is like it prompts action. Yeah, almost um, even if, cause it's like there are some feelings that you have to like actively feel. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like if you are, if you drive by a car crash, you can just and like you don't see any blood or any bodies, you can probably just be like, oh, car crash. But if you drive by a car crash and you see like, uh, like one or for for car. instance, yeah. I once saw a car crash accident with the family still inside. And there's, like, the dad in the driver's seat and the mom in the passenger seat and, like, children in the back. And, like, there's cops all around and, like, you know, dad's just, like, in shock in the driver's seat. And I'm, like, driving by. And, like, that that's going to leave an impression on me. That inspires me to drive very safely. Yeah. That inspires me to drive very, very safely because I don't want to be the dad who gets into a car accident with his children in the car. Mm. You know, I don't want to be the person that gets into a car accident with his friends in the car. Yeah. Because, like... Then somebody has to see you and kind of think, man, what a... Because, Loki, wasn't, I wasn't giving the, the dad any breaks. I was no. like, bro, no, your family's in the car with you and you get into a car accident. You
1: don't, that accident, though.
0: No, there's no such thing as accidents. Um, All car accidents are avoidable. Yeah. That was what... Yeah. That was... I went to... They, they, did, they had me do this thing in high school where you would go to, like, a safety course for driving, and they'd say the number one killer of teens is yourselves and car accidents. Oh, wow. Yeah, suicide and car accidents. Uh, That's what kills teenagers.
1: That's a... Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's a crazy statistic.
0: So, And they're like, there are no no car accidents. They're just crashes because they're avoidable. Mm. Um, And that's, like, kind of what they told us. So it's like when I see... You know, a, a man gr- with
1: his family. Yeah, I'm
0: like, hey, that was a car crash. That wasn't an yeah. accident. You could have done something to avoid that. And like, your family was in the car, and you. Did what it. if
1: you're driving and someone just hits you? You, that was an accident. Then
0: you should have been paying attention. You should have swerved out of the way.
1: Out from the back, just sped up. From out. the back,
0: they Totally hit. unintentional. So if you're going 60 and you get smashed into the back at 60, that's gonna suck. Um, well, no, because that's actually not gonna happen. What I meant is like if they're going 120. And you're going 60 you should better be in the right lane but yeah. what if you
1: are what if all the scenario is right and you didn't do anything
0: oh well you should have done something
1: still still not an accident yeah
0: you should have done something okay paid more attention like you get behind that wheel like it is your responsibility like to rain shine everything. or fall to like make sure that the car doesn't Go off the road or yeah. get hit by another if car. If
1: all goes well your car will never touch another car. Yeah.
0: My my dad used to say, Your fault, his fault, anybody's fault, it's your fault.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's
0: that's lo It's 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 inspiring in a backhanded way.
1: Yeah. But it is in at the end of the day, uh like mentally, physically, like if someone harms you, like you're the one who has to deal with it. Right? Yeah.
0: It's my laptop dying.
1: Oh no! It is dying. It is dying.
0: It's okay. I can just plug it in, and we will be fine. I'm glad I saw that.
1: Yeah, that would suck if it was just not re- like recording audio.
0: Yeah, but we saved it. Mm-hmm. Hello. Hello. Um. So, what what are some things that inspire you?
1: Uh, category? What? I feel like there's a lot. That what, inspires what
0: category me. do you want to start in?
1: start with music, maybe? Oh,
0: I could talk about music for the whole podcast. Okay,
1: we could start with...
0: Something shorter. <laughs> yeah,
1: maybe... Um,
0: TV's easy. That's the first thing I wrote down on my list.
1: TV, okay. Okay. Um, for Avatar. Me, oh, Avatar's really, really good. I didn't get into that. I watched it as a kid. Yeah. Super cool, but I, I don't think I un- could concept grasp concepts as well and i didn't really appreciate it until later years
0: well and it's designed for children yeah yeah that's true yeah but it is really cool because you're right it does have like awesome concepts in it mm-hmm. that um like uh, like can that are told to like mm-hmm. big adults like you know it's really inspiring for me because it helped me like with chakras. Yeah. Like, you know, I talked about it in the last episode. Yeah. I was like, yo, this this episode from Avatar was like super inspiring for mm. like chakras. And also just like when I was a kid, Zuko with like yeah, his like his, dad. his his dad and his yeah. arc and he's like I just I just wanna be pride. and you know, I gotta like get my honor and mm-hmm. get my honor back and then Uncle Ira's all like you you. You, you choose your own honor. Yeah. Your dad doesn't give it to you, you do. Yeah. Like fuck that dude. Like
1: <laughs> that's so sweet. Yeah, that that's really, really so sweet. Uh why why did it inspire you?
0: Well one I spent a whole month meditating. I on my root chakra true. for that. Yeah. But too, is like, Zuko had like a redemption arc. Yeah. He got to be like, he got to realize that he was just doing what his dad and kind of told him, doing what everybody said was right. Mm-hmm. And once he started to realize that, you know, it's like there was a scene when he's like, you tell us that the Fire Nation is great and it's just trying to spread its greatness but these other nations don't think we're great they think we're terrible mm-hmm. they think we're just here to like murder and take and burn their stuff and it's like that's what you've done that's what you've made of the fire yeah. nation we're, we're like we're the invaders we're the yeah. bad guys and he's like I mean like come on the fire nation doesn't need to be this it wasn't this when yeah. like you know avatar roku was around yeah you know so it's like why are you doing it now and like why are you making me the pawn of this, and exiling me, and burning me. Mm. Well, and, and all I want to do is make you happy. Yeah. You know, it's, uh... So, seeing him, like, realize, it's like, actually, you know what? Fuck everybody, I'm gonna do my own thing. <laughs> and I'm actually gonna help the Avatar, because he has... His, his mission is a good one. Yeah. So...
1: I feel like, um... That's, yeah, that is a good one. That is a really, really good one. Um, I feel like the same kind of, like, uh... Mm... N- I don't know, like, like I'm going to do what I want, in a sense. Like, I mm-hmm. feel like Adventure Time is super carefree. It's, like, adventure, you know what I mean? And uh, they, they also go into, like, pretty cool concepts and stuff they, that, like, they them make you think.
0: Because it's... Finn is, like, what, 12 years old, and Jake's, like, his brother, but, like, Jake has definitely got dad energy. Yeah,
1: he's, like, older brother dad. Yeah, he's, yeah. like,
0: constantly teaching him stuff and, like, mm. coaching him through things. He's, like, you and see like, this cup?
1: This cup is the most, my, my favorite, favorite cup thing. Yeah. In the
0: whole world. You know what nobody ever remembers? Mm. The scene after that when he got the cup's pieces together and taped it up. Yeah, uh, he can I mean, do- He literally went out later when Finn wasn't yeah. looking and he got his cup and he put all the pieces together. Yeah. Uh. Um, he's
1: a fucking hypocrite.
0: Well, no, because it's like... He's like, it's gone and I don't care about it anymore. But if he goes outside and he puts it back together, it's it not won't gonna, be gone. Yeah, it's not gone anymore. You can work for things that you like yeah, and get them. That's true. Um, I didn't
1: learn my lesson. That's, that's a good moral thing. Or, or yeah, just like a good lesson. like.
0: Yeah, there's always layers to it. Mm-hmm. So he, he'll he throw the cup out the window yeah. to, like, you know, throw it away. And then he'll be like, it's gone and I don't care about it anymore. Yeah. You know, because he could... And that's a great lesson to teach Finn when he's like freaking out over some of yeah. this stuff.
1: Finn but grows a lot. Finn grows a lot. He loses an arm. Yeah.
0: He loses he an arm. Flower. Yeah. He meets his dad.
2: Yeah.
0: He meets uh, the cosmic owl and stuff, and oh, you know wow. the, he defeats the lich and all this oh, other wow, stuff. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, he gets Remember crazy. Remember the
1: guy who's like in the pool, but he's like a he's two D. Obviously they're two D, yeah, but he's two D
0: what's his name
1: he hangs out with the owl
0: i know who you're talking about the shadow guy yeah. is it like prismo or something prismo
1: maybe i think it might be prismo maybe i don't know but that's yeah cool. but that
0: was cool the it's was
1: it's cool. really though like um inspiring and in the, a sense uh the lore? the
0: lore the deep levels of lore yeah. bro like bubblegum and fucking
1: mer- um marceline marceline
0: i mean bubblegums I mean, Marceline. I love, yeah, Marceline, <laughs> of Ice King, bro, oh, like, wow. Glob,
1: Glob, Lumpy Space Princess, she doesn't have, like, the coolest backstory, yeah, Marceline and the Ice King, Marceline and the Ice King, hard.
0: uh, I really like Princess Bubblegum's backstory, mm. too, I, Ice King's backstory is just next Phenom- level, phenomenal, is, um, yeah, but it's, it's like, I really love that it's like a kid's show, but it's just so much better than a kid's show. Like that though, those stuff with like Marceline and you know, her dad with like the vampire king, he's all like I just want I just want you to just like of course I'm proud of you. I just want yeah. you to do what I do. I just I just I you know, it's like of course I want God damn it. Like he doesn't even know how to be a dad. He's just like the like king of the underworld. It is just so funny. Um and bubblegum is just a certified
1: Bad, bad bitch.
0: She'd commit genocide.
1: Yeah, she's... she's...
0: She would do genocide. Yeah, she's really... I'm pretty sure she does do genocide.
1: She creates her civilians. Yeah. Right?
0: Yeah. And does genocide from time to time.
1: What are you talking about? I don't know. You feel like she would?
0: I feel like she would. I don't
1: doubt it. I feel like
0: she has. Yeah. I feel like I've watched enough of that series that I probably, like, Mm -hmm. got the feel for Bubblegum. And I'm like, yeah, at some point... She probably did the war crime of genocide.
1: She's a war and, criminal.
0: No, she did do genocide. You know what she did? The rattle balls. She genocided the rattle balls.
1: She genocided them?
0: Well she tried to. Because the rattle balls were created to like fight and be protectors. Yes. But then like they were too good at fighting. Are they and the
1: protecting? big big No, those machines? are the
0: gumball guardians. gumball guardians. The rattle balls were smaller. They were like well-trained sword fighters okay. and they would like you know enforce the laws and stuff but like, eventually they were too effective and like the candy people were too soft so they're just like you know they start like fight clubs and yeah. stuff because they're just designed to fight And there's nothing to fight yeah so then P- princess bubblegum turns them all into like scrap metal uh. like you know puts them in the, the car crusher so she basically creates a species to do her bidding and then when it's does it too well, executes all but yeah. the one that escapes. Um, yeah, that's genocide.
1: Yeah, Princess Bubblegum's like, not not it.
0: Or well, it the time that they created, like, a psychic sphinx to, like, rule over the kingdom, and Jake was accidentally mean to kindergartners in front mm. of it, being manipulative and telling him, like, God damn it, you gotta do what I say right now. And then, like, they, it started to use its psychic powers to just make people do what it wanted. Um, and then she had to that? remake another Sphinx yeah. to match that Sphinx's power. And the only reason that that Sphinx was good and the other one was evil is because she used some of Finn's DNA Yeah, from, to make the second Sphinx. Yeah. So they're in like this permanent, eternal, psychic battle. And at the end of it, Finn's like, so he's like, so Stormy's like, my son? Wow! <laughs> and, and it's just this psychic eternal battle between two sphinxes yeah. they're just perfectly balanced and just staring at each other and he's got like his long flowing sphinx hair oh, and like wow. a little beak and Finn's just looking at him like
1: that's my son that's my, boy. that's my boy
0: that's my boy protecting everybody in the candy kingdom for eternity from the evil sphinx
1: oh wow it is like a son mars- or not Marceline I mean, principal continue to him yeah. She's just like, She's just not like your- I took
0: your DNA. Yeah. Thanks for being a hero. How'd she
1: acquire it? She just took hair. it from his hat. Oh, yeah. Hair. Yeah,
0: I mean, she got access, bro. Yeah. She got yeah. access. But. She got access. It um, was like head over heels for her at one point. Yeah. Um, it's a good show. Bo- I mean, like, if we're saying on kids' shows, Ninja Turtles was mm-hmm. really inspiring. I liked watching. I yeah. watched that on YouTube before copyright laws yeah. got harder and Google bought them out. So I watched like, and it wasn't like it was like an early two thousands, maybe mid two thousands Ninja Turtle show. Like um, I don't, I think it was literally just called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. It was pretty well animated. At towards the end seasons, they like go into space. I think mm-hmm. so they get to just like walk on the street like normal yeah. people.
2: That's really
0: cool. Um, because they just fit in. End because space. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, and they go fight like. You know they get like some super enchanted weapons. It's kind of like um, the like when you get like to pack a punch your weapon in fucking Call of Duty. It's like they got to pack a punch their katanas and shit and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. But it was like it was like learning about honor and stuff. So I was like, this is really cool. And then when it ended, I was like, now how am I gonna learn about honor?
1: Yeah, fucking. Uh, you, did you Did you go from Ninja Turtles to uh, Avatar?
0: No, I probably watched Avatar way before oh, that, yeah. and I watched Avatar only on Nickelodeon. Mm. Whereas Ninja Turtles, I was watching Free every access, single yeah. episode on YouTube. Yeah. Um, yeah. You got any other kid shows like that that were? Kids
1: shows. I think I have a movie. Um, kid shows. I didn't watch too too much of. Um, I wish I did, but uh, Phineas and Ferb. Honestly, they were really creative. They were yeah. really like, little, little creative dudes. But um I think Spider-Wake really changed my point of view on things. So I feel like that was probably really inspirational. Uh, yeah, it's super super good movie. Um probably one of my favorites for Did sure. Did it shift your paradigm? Yeah, I would I would act differently. I was stuff. hugging trees. I thought that shit was like real. That really made me feel like there was more to life than what meets the eye. Mm-hmm. And that just stuck with me. I told myself before I like, grew up, I literally was just like, you're going to stop believing in monsters, and you need to still believe in them. Yeah. Just in a different way. I don't know.
0: Uh, I'm low-key starting to think we should have started with music, because this is starting to be like 18 and younger, it feels like, with all the child stuff that we're talking about. So I'm going to throw BoJack out there. Because mm. um, BoJack is, one, I think, one of my favorite shows ever. Mm. Um, I watched it when they only had three seasons out, originally, in high school, mm-hmm. when I was like a junior. Yeah. And I watched it because I saw a quote from it that said, um, you know, that's the funny thing, uh, BoJack. All the, when you're wearing rose-colored glasses, all the red flags just look like flags.
1: Yeah. Um, There's a lot of quotes in
0: BoJack Horseman. They just hit, bro. Yeah. They just, hit. there was a point where Bojack was looking at Diane and he's like, Diane, I just, I know I'm selfish and narcissistic and stupid sometimes, but I know like deep down, like I can be a good person and I just need you right now to tell me that I can be a good person. And she, the episode ends with him saying that and her saying nothing.
1: How'd that make you feel?
0: She couldn't tell him he was a good person. Yeah. Cause he wasn't.
1: Wow, yeah. Or that whole thing like the I mean should I I feel like that's like kind of at the end of the series. Just Well it's... Cause he's like he's like punish me. Like like I need to be punished. Yeah.
0: yeah he's like, I
1: need to pay for all the bad things, I'm a bad person. That show gets really uh so good.
0: Yeah, he's I mean like the the early seasons is even just he's just so fucked up and like lost and he's just like, I'm a bad person, I'm the greatest person ever, I'm I'm like I don't even deserve life. Oh wait I need wait, to be I'm, I'm God and yeah. I need to be remembered and you know what? Like and he's so narcissistic and you're just so lost and just so like real. So bro. complex. So real. So real. So real. And it was like I don't think I ever saw a show that had been that real. Yeah. Up until that point. And like I remember saying, um in like my junior year like orientation to like english yeah like when you're all getting to know each other mm. in class they're like what's your spirit animal and they're like going around the class and like wolf hawk blankety blank blank and i was like bojack horseman mm. and then half the class breaks out laughing yeah the other half silent and i'm like they've seen it yeah they've seen it <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the yeah people the people that laughed have seen it um and the teacher hadn't seen it, so mm. I got away with it.
1: Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, I don't think she should be rude if you no. Have, yeah.
0: No, it was cool. And, yeah, BoJack, I mean, towards the end... I can't watch the last season of BoJack.
1: No? You haven't?
0: No. I mean, I have, but Not again. only once. Mm. Um, I'll re- I've re rewatched the first season so many times. I've start to kind of, you know, sometimes creep out into those later seasons. Yeah. Um, but, like... Dude, like, just... Because he goes through generational trauma, like, the, the when he goes out to, like, the house in, I think, Maine or whatever, he, he goes and he's, like, rebuilding it with that fly guy, and he's, like, you know, there's flashbacks of just his grandma losing her son at war, World War II, and then his, her mom, like, getting, like, her toys and stuff, his yeah. mom getting, like, abused, so it's, like, you know, three, four, five generations of trauma just thrown onto this guy. And he's just like somehow ended up being successful, mm-hmm. and like now he's still got all the trauma that he never worked out, but he's got money and yeah. six su- and like you know some form of success. Yeah. And you know once Diane writes the book, he's even got like a renewed form of success. Mm-hmm. But it's like even weird because he's like. You know, it's like you see season two. He's like, get the fuck out of here, you dumb hoe. And they're all like, get the fuck out of here, you dumb hoe, right? Because they've read his book. And they're all like, that's the the Bojack experience. And he's like, starts to realize that he is this way. And he's always been this way. And he's predictable. And, like, he's never going to get better. And that's uh, pretty existential. That's not a good,
1: like, moral, I guess.
0: He, it's... It's, real. it's too real it's too real it's too real there's no because like nice you know they bow. have and they very meta about that it's really cool because they really they talk cool. about like how he was the show the head of horsing around yeah you know yeah yeah like in the 80s there's a yeah. horse yeah the... yeah so but that show at the end of every 20 minute episode there's like it's a happy little bow everything's all wrapped up yeah eight seasons later bojack still got problems
2: yeah yeah. You know,
0: it's real life, bro. Yeah. You got problems. You're gonna deal with that 90s. shit every day. Like, Sorry. yeah.
2: Back in, in the nineties, he was
0: November. in a very famous TV show. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> uh, but like, yeah, it's so good. It's, such a good it's show. so good. It, it makes. Todd Todd Todd's so good. Todd. Todd.
1: His storyline, dude. I was not dude,
0: expecting. You know, uh, okay you know what actually genuinely really fucked me up was Mm. the episode i watched with todd and his dad Mm. did you ever watch that episode no because so todd is hispanic
1: yeah
0: right so todd is hispanic and he's going through like he's gonna he he needs like a kidney for somebody i don't remember why he needs a kidney but he needs a kidney so he's like breaking into this corporate building to try to get a kidney so he's like you know trying to be like just walk up through the gate and he's like hello can I like come in and he's like you know, got, like, a happy chipper attitude or whatever. Mm. Like, you know, the typical Todd yeah, thing. Yeah, Todd, yeah. Um, and then his dad's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, get your shit together. Put this hat on. Like, come on, we're going to walk in and we're just going to be like. And then his dad starts talking, like, Spanish yeah. at the guard. Yeah. And he's like, I got to clean in there. I got to clean in mm. there. Like, so the guard just is like, uh, okay, like, lets him pass mm. and whatever. And, you know, they're doing all this stuff. And Todd's just being happy little Todd. And his dad's, like, a very intelligent, super hardworking guy. Like, super intelligent, like, quick as a whip. Mm -hmm. And he's busting his ass for all this shit, and he's super serious, and he worries about all this stuff. And Todd's carefree. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: It's, like, the opposite of his dad. Totally, yeah. So, um, you know, they start to go through all this thing. They kind of overcome the challenges and this, like, dynamic of, like, you know, this, them, like, dad being, like, you got to be smart. And then Todd just getting by by not having to really do it. And then they show up. At the very end and they've got the kidney and a security guard pulls it in, he's like, Freeze! Motherfucker, you're like, get the fuck out of here. And he's like, Are you okay, sir? Um and is the like, Yeah. Okay. Cause he's white. Yeah. And his dad's Hispanic. Yeah. And he's like, What are you doing yeah. in here? Like, and all this shit. And then he's like, oh, like, I just need a kidney for this thing. Like, please, like, you guys have so many. He won't miss one. Yeah. Like, and he just hits him with a Todd special. Yeah. And he's like, oh, okay. Yeah. You're lovable. Of course you he's can. He's a kidney. He's a kidney just for you. Yeah. And then his dad's standing there like...
1: Yeah, I'm here getting racially, like, profiled. He's
0: sitting here like... Working my ass off. What the fuck? Like, yeah. this is unbelievable. Like, he's literally just getting what he wants right now. And he's like... And they you know, I'm sitting there thinking the whole episode, like, yeah, all you need to do is be positive. Look at Todd. Like he's got, he's got the positive attitude. He's super positive. And then at the end, his dad's like, honestly, Todd, I should have known that you would have been okay.
2: Yeah.
0: You're white. (gasps) Uh... And bro, like my whole world shattered because it wasn't until that moment that he said, you're white, that I realized that it wasn't because of his happy-go-lucky attitude. Yeah. It was because of his fucking skin color. Yeah. And, like, his dad has just a different way of yeah. looking at the world, bro. And, like, to just... And so Todd's just, like, happy-go-lucky attitude. Is It's a lot easier when you're white.
1: Yeah, that's totally true.
0: And that's just... It's it, totally true. It fucked me up, bro. So... Yeah hard because I didn't even notice it yeah until like the end of the episode because I'm just sitting there being a white guy yeah. thinking yeah all you got to do is be happy yeah yeah if you're white
1: if you're white
0: yeah if you're white and
1: his dad I meanwhile his dad's like his busting dad's his ass off
0: his dad's Hispanic getting
1: like 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 literally all these obstacles like whatever super serious the cop even like whatever like yeah and that's... he's like oh
0: why did I even ever worry about you you're white I didn't have to like of course <laughs>
1: Is the dead man offended? No, he's like, just... He's just like, he's like oh, of, of course. course.
0: you're you're white. Why right? You don't have to work yeah. hard. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to be smart. Mm. You're white. Like, the you're world white. will take care of you. Like, all you gotta do is be happy, and people will take care of you. That's that's cool that it
1: tackles, like, so many
0: issues. Hey, I mean, in the first episode, fucking Bojack is talking to his producer for the book. It was like a penguin. And he's like... Like, he hasn't written a page in a year, and he's had a year, yeah. and he's like, you know what? You give me a month, and I'll give you a book so good, it'll blow your ass straight back to Antarctica, and the penguin just kind of sits there, and he's like, stirs his coffee, and he looks up, and he's like, I'm from Detroit.
1: Yeah. Although, I didn't like the penguin, because isn't the penguin the same? Oh, is that my be family guy, actually? There was a book writing guy in Family Guy, mm-hmm. and he was a penguin, and the joke was, like, if you want to be on black and white, black and white got to be in you. Yeah, that's, that's Family Guy. That's
0: Family Guy. That's Family Guy for <laughs> sure. The penguin in Bojack was just constantly stressed <laughs> about paying bills. He's just like, oh, God, yeah. Bojack, you've really got to write a good book here, man, or I don't know how our company's yeah, going to stay afloat. We're be- not even keeping the lights on. Uh, so thanks for coming and meeting me at the diner. They mm, turned our power off.
1: Mm, yeah.
0: Um... But, like Bojack's great, bro. We're we're moving. Th- uh, f- I love. So I'm gonna I'm gonna skip from You're some saying, TV yeah. shows. I'm gonna go to like some internet stuff. Like I really like um, PewDiePie. Love PewDiePie. Yeah. I I'm, I started watching PewDiePie back when he was playing Amnesia. Oh
1: okay, I did like right near there. I was at last. Yeah, like so, yeah. hella
0: early. Um, Amnesia, and like Happy almost. Wheels and yeah. stuff. Um, and then, you know, it's like and around high school time he, he kind of had like a lull in production i think he had some controversy and stuff and yeah. like you know he, he wasn't playing games that i enjoyed watching as much um and a lot of my friends loki were like i I can't even watch pewdiepie anymore i unsubscribe mm. and i was like you unsubscribe from pewdiepie mm. that's my dog dude
2: yeah <laughs> like
0: that's my dog like i've been watching pewdiepie since youtube came out like yeah you ain't gonna see me unsubscribing from pewdiepie anytime yeah. soon um Damn knocked no. my drink over. Oh
1: no. No, PewDiePie PewDiePie has a special place in my heart.
0: Yeah, I love him. Um yeah. he's fantastic. He
1: could he really just showed everyone how quick and possible everything is.
0: And he didn't even know. Yeah. He didn't even know. He was just doing a thing. Yeah. He was just doing a thing. Um <sighs>
1: Was just a good thing. He, he just met does... his
0: girlfriend online. Oh, him he and He got Lawrence. married yeah. to her. Bro,
1: they have the sweetest story. They have
0: their, their I wedding is gorgeous.
1: I, w- I was watching PewDiePie before like, when he introduced Martia. Yeah, he was like this is that's my girlfriend so cool. PewDiePie, and, like that's whatever. That's so cool, bro. It was like um. That's
0: so cool. That's to, like, cool. That. I
1: like saw yeah. I grew up with that. Yeah. I literally grew up with that. And like a little love story, I, and then they get married. Yeah, like, bro, dude, their wedding was so gorgeous. Dude, yeah, their
0: wedding yeah, is so yeah. gorgeous. They're, they're so really cool pretty. people. I've never cared more about a celebrity. Yeah, I've literally yeah. never cared more about two people getting married. But
1: they they. Their happiness makes me so happy. They were,
0: hap- they were They were together for like 10 years before mm-hmm. they got married. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you know, and it's like, I remember PewDiePie looking like my age, bro. Looking like a, like, almost like this, bro. Like, and now he's like 30-something. He's like yeah. a grown-ass adult. Yeah. You know, he's not like an anxious kid. He's like, he has like a... He's made it. He, yeah, he's he sells he's stuff. Successful. He's successful. He's got... Where's the... I was drinking a fucking PewDiePie G Fuel Energy drink like a few, like yesterday, bro. It's super cool. That is really
1: inspiring. His life. When he
0: made the Minecraft playthrough, Mm. that was, I think, some of the best YouTube content. In a while. In a long time. Yeah. And coming from him, like, getting to rewatch it and watch him learn how to play Minecraft. Because he never played Minecraft before.
1: That's crazy to think about. And he about. was
0: so good at it, bro. Yeah. He was so good at it. He built a giant meatball. Yeah. He built cities. He built, like, roadways. He fought, he fought the Ender Dragon. Like, he did the whole nine wow. yards. And he got to. And we got to watch PewDiePie discover it. Yeah. And then he kind of told us that he was low-key fighting, like, some, like, depression and shit. Yeah. Which is why he started to play Minecraft and try to kind of deal with yeah. it. Do you know why he started playing Minecraft? Why? It was gaming, gaming week. Gaming week which went on for, like, three months.
1: What's gaming week?
0: He was just, like, trying to do something to kind of, like, oh, do something on his channel. Yeah. So he's like, we're going to do a gaming week. Yeah. And what game should and we it play? And into Minecraft. Minecraft. And then the next day, he played Minecraft. And then the day after that, he played Minecraft. And then the day after that... He was just going to play a bunch of different games. He played Minecraft, fell in love, just made one of the best Minecraft worlds I've ever seen. Yeah. And, like, kind of dealt with the depression a little bit, yeah. I think. I think it helped him, like... Work through that shit, yeah. play Minecraft. Um, that's super fucking cool, bro. To watch so PewDiePie cool. do that and like play with Jacksepticeye and shit. Like, cause oh, Minecraft's so fun. Dude,
1: their little Pew squad. So they cool. had like a little squad back in the day. All the gamer people. Like, uh, yeah, yeah Like
0: Dahi Denogla and Van and H2O Delirious. Mm, you and... know
1: a lot more than I do, actually. Yeah, yeah. That's I a whole squad. Like, Cinnamon Toast and Cinnamon,
0: fucking... Cinnamon Toast Can. Cinnamon and Toast Can. Back in the, the
1: day.
0: Mm. Um, Markiplier and Jacksepticeye. Because those are that Vanos and his group. Yeah. And then and H2O Delirious and Dahi Denogla. Um,. And, like, PewDiePie and Markiplier and Jacksepticeye, they were both gamers, but they did different stuff. Like, I think Vanoss was always playing Gary's Mod, was always playing, like, the same, he's Prop Hunt,
2: mm.
0: like, in Gary's Mod, like, and it was, like, the same four or five guys, always. Yeah, Vanoss got, like, 20 million subscribers, last I checked. Um, yeah, really cool. But Dahi Dinogla, I think, was my favorite from their group because he was always getting picked on by everybody. Yeah. So it's like imagine like a five friends and like they're all just you know their own specific like YouTube channels yeah, and characteristics so, so and funny. shit. And they yeah. all like play games together all the time. And like they love getting Dahi in their videos yeah. because Dahi like gets triggered and rages. Yeah. So then they try to poke fun at Dahi yeah. to like get content for their video. And Dahi's just trying to like. Of the game. Play the game. And yeah. like, you know, he, Dahi's one of the nicest people. Mm. So like they're just constantly trying to piss him off. They blew his house up. Like they literally just sabotage him and That's terrorized so sad. him. In the games? And just to, just to piss him off. So he's like, "God fucking it." Because he's Irish. Ah. Oh, he's got the Irish accent too. He's like, "Oh fucking, fuck shit, fucking fucking shit." it's just so funny. Um and he's like just trying to woo saw himself like through it. He's like, "I don't want to fucking be mad." Yeah. And then he makes music. it's pretty good music and then he also animates i don't know if it's his editor but i really love his editing style for his youtube videos like and uh he's a big inspiration for like my youtube channel yeah when i was editing my videos because i know i didn't even notice that i i probably stole this from him but it was the spongebob transitions for like like if i have to do like a transition from like a to a to b I don't want to do, like, uh, just a whoosh or something. Some, like, textbook Premiere Pro. Yeah. I just want to do, like, one eternity later. Like, yeah, a Spongebob transition. Yeah. But then I watch Dahi, and he does transitions like that, yeah. too. And I'm like, did I do it because I just thought of it? And I like Spongebob? Yeah. Or did I see him do it? Or is Big it a bit of both? Key, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so Dahi's really cool. That, just because he's even. getting... Yeah, Dahi Dinogla. Yeah, that's this so is super cool. cool. Making music. Like, yeah, great 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 um
1: music music is a really cool connector yeah i feel uh which is also inspiring i feel um but yeah music has like such a way because it's like it's like art and like art isn't like it's super subject subjective yeah yeah it's super subjective so i feel like um it's cool it's cool being able to like uh Relate to people. I
0: mean, a hundred people can listen to the same song and get inspired a hundred different ways.
1: Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah, that's that's pretty, really beautiful. That is pretty crazy. And it's just one of those, like, you can human listen, things.
0: You can listen to the same song. You. Yeah. And get inspired a hundred yeah. different ways. I've I, There's this one song. It's called Far Away From You by I Am Jake Hill. Mm-hmm. That is one of my favorite artists on this planet, mm-hmm. bro. If, I Am Jake Hill. Shout out to you. Uh, really like we die too really NXT. like spectrum that whole album spectrum it's great, London mm-hmm. on my mind fantastic you're wonderful you and josh A? amazing i i got the what was, what what was that we die Too, no, no, that's not what i'm thinking of i'm thinking of the uh... damn it, what was that you know you did three of them better off dead, better off dead, better off dead, one and two amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Quick shout outs.
0: Really Club good. People. Yeah. Um but yeah, I am J Kill is one of my favorite artists ever. Um Yeah.
1: Yeah. I am Kill didn't did Mac just recently beat him on Yeah. yeah on Spotify or
0: something. So Spotify keeps track of like the the things you listen to like every year. Yeah. And for the past three years um the first two was I am Jake Hill and I am Jake Hill. Yeah. Um and honestly when the decade switched from, you know, twenty nineteen to twenty twenty, Snapchat said that I am Jake Hill was my top artist of the decade. Oh
1: wow, yeah. And I've been
0: using Spotify since freshman year of Damn, high school. For a decade. So I was like twenty fourteen. So it's a minimum of like six years of use on Spotify yeah. and Jake Hill became like my artist for the decade yeah. according to just however they track it. Um yeah, and I believe it. That man had, like, a huge influence on me. Yeah. Um, But then last year, uh, I did some growing up. You know, another inspiring event happened. I lived in my car for a while. Yeah. And that changed how I felt about Your listening paradigm. to, like, Mac Miller.
2: Yeah, Um, yeah. It really
0: made Mac Miller sound better. Yeah. As well as, like, the Smiths. The Grateful Dead, Mm. like, that kind of music got really good. I really liked The Baby when I was homeless for some reason.
1: It was fun. Uh, Like, Find My
0: Way was a really good song I really enjoyed. I don't know him
1: like that, but yes. Um, I don't think
0: I do. Let's see. uh, Like, Good Mythical Morning really inspired me.
1: They're really positive people. They're
0: so happy. They're so happy. They're so happy. happy. They just show up every day and they just be happy. Yeah. Like, they're so happy. Jenna
1: Marbles. Yeah, super positive person. Super positive person.
0: Did, did you? What did you see? So like, I saw when Link got his haircut from long yeah. to short.
1: I remember it was like a swoopy.
0: Yeah, and I saw when Rhett buried his beard. I saw.
1: His hair is super long now, Rhett's hair.
0: I saw them when they had like the green background I started watching them when they had the green background, mm-hmm. like for their, their their like stage. Yeah. Like before they had the current set that they do. Um, before they had Josh, like, their their mythical cook.
1: Oh, I didn't know they had
0: that. Bro, they used to... Th- so they have, like, a guy who can make really, almost bearable food out of really terrible food. Okay. Like, so he'll make, like, you know, like, uh, a, a fish macaroni and blood cheese. Yeah. You know? And he'd try to make it as, like, gourmet as possible. Okay,
1: that's cool, so that's cool. So it, like, cool. comes
0: out and it almost looks like food, but it's, like, disgusting because mm. of the things in it. Whereas, like, before they got him... They'd do blood tacos, yeah, and it would be coagulated blood cubes in a taco shell.
1: Yeah, that's it. Blood cubes,
0: like little, like like blood Holy cubes, shit. like gelatin yeah. almost, and in like a sh- taco shell, and that was it. No lettuce, no yeah, nothing, just yeah. a blood cube and a taco Holy shell. Shit. So that's not a very gourmet yeah, meal. Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't look at so it's not like. Very
1: appetizing. Yeah,
0: so. Josh, when he came on, it like completely like upped their game, mm-hmm. and I low key think he was watching Good Mythical Morning when he was probably going to school for culinary yeah. stuff, and I think that he was just like, I want to be their cook.
1: Yeah, I think
0: I think he was inspired, he made it and he he was like, yeah. that's that's what I'm gonna do. They need it. They need something better than those goddamn yeah. blood tacos. Blood tacos. Like, come on. So
1: that's really cool. Other yeah. people's getting inspired. That's a cool trickle that happens, cause it's like the inspiration like um, can go far beyond like the words said or the actions done. Yeah. Like another person can take that and then they can do something with that and then someone else can take that from them that originated from the last person. And
0: <laughs> the that's Eminem cool. once said, "I'm the worst thing since Elvis Presley to do black music so selfishly." Mm um
1: It's on a race rant today.
0: Yeah. Well, it's it's like Elvis Rock and Roll. Yeah, he's the black rock music, and roll. Right? Yeah. Like but he was the first like white guy in rock and roll, yeah. so we got that hype. The same way Eminem kinda got the first white guy in rap hype. And like when he shouts out like shit like that so clearly he's like, you know, I'm the worst thing to you know, on the first things was like Elvis Presley would do black music so selfishly, mm. um, but he's like acknowledging it. He's saying that that's like he's like yeah. I mean, this is just kind of the position that I fell into. Yeah, low key, um, like there's a lot of responsibility that comes with it. But like Elvis inspires, Eminem inspires. One of someone that really inspired me is like Token. Yeah, Token. Yeah. I got to fucking talk to. Shout out to Token. Hey. Um, um, on, like the weekend because he did like an AMA on Instagram so I got to ask him what was like how he felt like going into making a song like he made in 2017 like Dirty Flesh mm-hmm. which is the first song of his I ever heard yeah and like a song like called Be Happy off of his new album which is my favorite song off the new album um, and he's just like I was really just trying to be authentic I was yeah. really just trying to express myself yeah. And just just be me mm. And like put what I'm feeling out there yeah. And I was like Fuck dude yeah. Really? That's cool as shit Like really? Like you're just talking to me like that and bro as i'm talking to him i don't know if I'm, i don't know if he'd be mad if i said this but i'm a, i'm going air shit out so he's like he's sitting there and he's we're on discord or yeah. whatever and i'm talking to him asking this question he's like answering it and all of a sudden he's like oh bro i'm so, this girl looking at me through my window and i like don't have my shirt on like it's fucking weird <laughs> mm. all right no what was i saying oh, yeah, so, like, you know, I'm just trying to, like, really express myself. Yeah. Or, so he's, like, I was just I was just imagining this fool, like, holding his phone up to his head yeah. with his shirt off in, like, a hotel room, and some lady's just looking at him like, excuse me, sir, can yeah. you put a shirt on? Yeah. I can see you. And he's just, like, excuse me, lady, I'm in my apartment, can yeah. you leave me alone? <laughs> and it's That's just crazy. such a human interaction yeah. with a guy that I've listened to for, like, four or five years. Yeah. You know, and to just hear him just be cool and, like, be kind of weirded out by a lady yeah. while I'm like talking to him on a phone and like laugh, like I'm chuckling about the thing mm-hmm. he's saying and he can hear me chuckle. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like, he's just a human being.
0: Yeah. Gangster human being, but that's really so
1: cool. cool interacting with like people. Yeah. Especially if you like have this like admiration for them.
0: Yeah. Shout out to Little Dicky, the the goat, bro. Yeah. The goat.
1: The goat. The goat. Ooh.
0: I I would not be a fan of rap if not for Little Dicky.
2: Mm.
0: He. And rap is my favorite genre of music.
2: Okay.
0: Like Lil, wow, yeah. L- Lil Dicky, like Got opened you. the door for me for like hip hop and rap because it's like you know it's like in the professional rapper song he literally says it. it's like you know it's like um, the final like the random rap is <laughs> stand up rap is ironically one of the real brands of rap left like something like that. Yeah. It's like he's like because he's like he's do rapping this whole real thing shit. Different. Yeah, because uh, like all the rap that I heard before Lil Dicky to me sounded like. I like on? some Percocet. I fuck bitches at the sunset. Like it's just like it's just like what the fuck is this shit? As, bitches, like, money,
1: yeah, horse.
0: Bitches, money, drugs, drugs. Like you know, and like Eminem wasn't really that, and I kind of liked Eminem before. Most rap
1: Eminem was kinda of funny. He was I like, really popping as a child.
0: I liked Eminem. I think I tried to learn how to do rap god in <laughs> junior year of high school. Yeah. So that would probably be I better. like Lil
1: Wayne as rappers. Lil that, Wayne that, that, is that probably good. got me like a I think Twitter. Lil Wayne's
0: one of my favorite Lil's Yeah. He's the OG Lil.
1: He's the OG Lil.
0: Yeah. He's the OG Always
1: Lil. keeps he's fucking he's really interesting. <gasps> you know Rihanna? Mm. She's pregnant with ASAPS baby.
0: What, I, he he's going to be a gorgeous baby, is that baby, so he? cute? He's going to be a gorgeous baby. That's so baby. cute. Um, yeah. Not only is little Dicky just a great rapper, but he also made an amazing show. The Dave Show on I Hulu. I
1: haven't
0: seen it. Dude, I binge-watched all ten episodes. So good? He has a bipolar hype band. That's cool. That's really cool.
1: Is that real?
0: So cool. So cool. I think the whole story is, like, based on a true story. I think it's, like, him trying to be, like, hey, this is kind of, like... What my life was like when I was coming up as That's a rapper. That's cool.
1: That's really cool.
0: Um, I'm sure it's like a dramatic retelling. Yeah. But it is. It's really cool. That's it's so really cool. cool. It's um, cool. How and at the very end of it, yeah, is like his him like doing a, a freestyle rap, mm. and that freestyle rap is kind of like the thing that put him on the scene for like a rapper Mm. because before that like nobody really knew who he was but then he goes on like this rap show and he does a freestyle and kills it and everybody knows who he is
1: yeah so
0: that's like the end of the show is like that's pretty cool his
1: life now yeah that's really cool isn't that like kind of really like beautiful
0: it's really fun
1: he just became successful and then it's like here's my life beforehand and this is how i got here and now i feel even happier for him knowing
0: that i saw i was watching good mythical morning when they fought for a hashtag over memphis oh yeah yeah they were fought for the hashtag gmm over like good morning memphis and good mythical morning and i think there was one other one but i don't remember yeah but like they had a vote like they had the city of memphis and the the audience of good mythical morning they all had a vote and we won yeah bro i was a little kid and i was like we just voted like as the internet and be like a city
1: yeah we're powerful that's inspiring that's inspiring that's literally
0: inspiring because they're like they're like hey help us get this hashtag and then we did yeah you know like that's super inspiring to be like a part of something like Mm -hmm. that when you're like a little kid
2: yeah yeah
0: um yeah i mean two worlds too it's a game that like almost nobody probably knows because I had to play people with people in Germany and France, mm. and I was using Google Translate cool. to like translate my English words into French or German words and translate their French or German words into English yeah. words um, so that I could play that game with people yeah. that were playing that game because nobody cool. in America was playing it.
1: That's really cool. Language is like a barrier sometimes, but it's so interesting.
0: Well how much of a barrier is it when I got Google Translate? Yeah. Obviously, it's a barrier, but yeah. it's a fucking five-second barrier. Also,
1: if you're playing games, like, cuss words are kind of, like, universal. Like, like...
0: Yeah, but I was typing in, like, 10, so I wasn't really cussing that much. I was kind of oh. like, hey, um... I was, I was like, does strategy. anybody want to do a sarcophagus run? Mm. And I would translate that into German and I would post it and I would see what everybody said and I'd have to copy and paste all their answers and post it. And be like, uh, no, fuck you, nerd. Okay.
1: Oh my gosh. Um,
0: (laughs) Okay. Yeah, let's go. Okay, that guy I can invite. Yeah, me too. Okay, I got two. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's like, all right, uh, I'll send you guys the invite in German, and that's what it says. All right, cool. And i invite them, and I'm like, sorry, I don't speak German. Yeah. And German, I'm sorry, I don't speak German. Copy, paste.
1: That sounds kind of fun.
0: It, like, I say that it's so cool because I've spoken and played games with German and French people. Mm-hmm. My f- dad didn't get to do that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true.
0: What was my dad's interaction with German and French people? What he heard. What he heard probably. probably through the lens of the U.S. government, probably, yeah. probably propaganda, low key. Yeah. Um, so it's like I don't get that. I get to talk Wait, to them directly. Yeah,
1: we have like a really unique um, upbringing. As it's a, a borderless,
0: borderless upbringing. Yeah, literally. it is a borderless upbringing. It, I feel a
1: lot more community online, like than I think like a lot of people would have if they didn't grow up. How I'd grew up.
0: And that is like, one thing that is like. Super alienating is like if you can get hundreds of people to agree with you and find your place your community online in five minutes Why would you ever walk outside and try to find just one or two people to talk Mm -hmm. to in real life? It's
1: no for me Strangers are like it. Yeah, that's it dude. That's like so that's the peak of unknown, right? Like you don't Know anything there. It's so cool interacting with strangers in interacting with other people and um, I feel like I feel like why would I want to like I would love to talk to people like you do know I even mean? have a cool thing like community obviously you know what I mean mm-hmm. but like like I don't want to take for granted what I have around me because I feel like I feel like there's humans who it's just like I have one kid at work right don't know him have haven't seen him since you know what I mean and like uh, just happen to work in my area and just happened to We just started talking about life And they showed me A list of the things They do every morning It's a long ass list You know what I mean yeah. And I'm just like You're so interesting Thank you for like Sharing that with yeah. me And like now I know this And I could take inspiration If I wanted to You know what I mean Like yeah. do like Apply to it In my life or whatever But just the fact That I got a little Peek of their life Or like driving Next to cars And you're just like Wow I'm like like interacting with you, and this might be like the only time I ever react with you, or I might know you in like a year. You know what I mean? Like they're, strangers and people around you are so. It's like it's the pinnacle of possibility. You know what I mean? It's like totally open.
0: The ego loves oh, humans. Humans are so ego driven. Like <laughs> we're so narcissistic. We're yeah. so like. Oh, we! I'm so cool. I can do everything that I ever needed. Everything. I got me here all by myself. Mm. You know what I mean? It's really easy for someone to think that they're completely responsible for everything for their life.
1: Yeah, they can't say thank you.
0: Well, not even that they can't say thank you. What do you mean? That that the the place that I'm sitting right now is a result of my choices. Mm -hmm. To an extent. But how much of this shit happened to me? Mm -hmm. I mean, like, the only reason I'm not a rattlesnake is because my mother and father weren't rattlesnakes. So, like, the only reason I'm sitting here right now is because a lot of random shit just happened to me randomly. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, do I really deserve the credit for who I am?
1: Yeah. Um, I think you deserve partly. I would agree. Partly the credit because of, like, there's options, obviously, and you're, like, choosing. You are choosing to be here, you know what I mean? But I
0: would say so does everyone else. Mm-hmm. Like, the being human yeah. is such a commutative. Yeah. We literally, babies die if not touched. Yeah like yeah. we are a species that literally requires yeah. other of us to yeah. survive
1: literally if
0: we don't have more of us yeah we die yeah like that's just as simple as it is and if we so, if the if you think you're yeah. an individual species if you're a species that is designed to survive by yourself and to everything that you need to take care of yourself by yourself mm-hmm. you didn't evolve that way
1: yeah
0: you evolved to work in like groups in mm-hmm. tandem and like Probably fall in love and probably get your heart broken and probably yeah. feel betrayed and probably not trust people. Yeah. And, like, be like a complicated community. Yeah. Um, I, You know what inspires me? What? Beer. Why? Because <laughs> I think it may low-key have started society.
1: Yeah? You think beer? Yeah. Why?
0: Because why the fuck would you want to go where a bunch of other people are if you're not drunk?
1: Uh, religion, shared beliefs. That's community, what, that's what's culture. The, what's the blood of Jesus? Blood of Jesus? The blood of the, with the, the covenant? <laughs> okay. I'm it's a, it's a wine. You, well, you represent it with wine. You do represent it with so wine. So alcohol? Yeah. So
0: religion is built on alcohol?
1: You represent it with wine and bread. Carbs. <laughs> Carbs
0: and alcohol. I was just like, because it's like, but it's also like, it kind of builds into that stoned ape theory. I don't think people can really stand people without being drunk or high. Mm. I think society is foundationally something that comes out of drunk high minds. I
1: think substances are a really human thing.
0: Yeah, because I, like, or... I don't... I don't, th- I think we would be wild animals if we weren't drunk. No, no, high all the no,
1: time. no, 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 no. Because you need no. to... I don't think that's a human thing. I take that back. Dolphins get high.
0: Okay. That's fair. But, sure.
1: Okay, go on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. I just, just don't feel like substances are a very human um, thing anymore, and I take it back.
0: So, but like... And I explained why. Because if you ever take like a substance and then you get to like a certain point and then when you come back down you have like that experience still, you're not there anymore Yeah. you had that and that completely changes the way that you're going to see everything else from that point forward it's going to change how you talk to people, how you look at people and it may literally put your brain in a state where you can like be a society or teach people how to have society like you got to be a little drunk to like ask a guy to like make some bread for you and you'll like give him a chicken. You're like well, I got chicken. I don't even eat the chicken. Yeah. I want your bread.
1: You want my chicken?
0: No I want your bread. I don't want the chicken.
1: Oh well like well, if you want my bread you gotta give me the chicken. I'll
0: give you chicken for some bread. Yeah? Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay can I have a swig of that drink as well? My kind sir? Have another, another loaf of bread for, that, for some of that beer.
0: What kind of guy? <laughs> yeast.
1: <laughs> yeast. Infections. No.
0: <laughs> no. No, it's just bread and beer. Both got yeast.
1: Oh, okay. Then... Yeah, no. People people are fucking interesting. I don't know. People are really interesting. Oh, that's it Alan um, Watts.
0: Yeah, Alan Watts I'll was really Alan. inspiring. He was one of the first like Avatar it was early mm-hmm. like inspirational spiritual stuff.
1: I think Alan Watts's like speeches or lectures about letting go have been some of the most beneficial videos. I feel yeah. really relaxed when he talks.
0: Bro, how about I the like I really like Futurama? Mm-hmm. I really like Futurama because it's made by college graduates and it talks about some really complicated scientific stuff at some points mm-hmm. and it simplifies it. There's like things like talking about like it's like talking about a fourth dimensional being is really hard. And... Almost every time I do it, I call back to episodes of Futurama. Yeah. Because they talked about two dimensional beings. Yeah. So I just extrapolate from there. Yeah. I'm like, hey, you've you seen this episode of Futurama? They're like, yeah, and I'm like perfect, let's go from that point yeah. on. Um and like just, Midnight
1: Gospel even Yeah. <laughs>
0: that's the creme de la creme, bro. Yeah. That's that was
1: Beautiful. midnight
0: gospel did on purpose what Futurama did on accident. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. Futurama was college students being funny. Midnight Gospel was a funny guy being a college student. Yeah. You know what okay. I mean? Like, it was... And it was just... It was so it was so good. I, I like, I've watched that whole thing through, like, five or six times. Duncan Trussell, you're awesome.
1: You're amazing. I'm
0: sorry for your loss. Oh. I cry every single time that I watched that last episode of that show. I thought I wasn't gonna cry this last time. And they then got you? and then your mom said I don't and and that was it. She so don't you know what? Figure it out. Okay. I'm gonna Are You gonna cry again? We, no, I'm not gonna shut shut up.
1: Let's breathe, let's breathe
0: <sighs> Shut up <laughs> okay. Um Mythimu is a Smite YouTuber when I was Smite! watching him, I love Smite. I've been playing Smite since the... I've been playing Smite since the 12th grade. <laughs> no, like, probably, like, actually, like, 4th or 5th grade. Like, legitimately. Like, since Season 3 of Smite. Wow. Since Loki was ugly. Wow. Like, I've been a Loki main since the womb.
1: Loki main.
0: Yeah. Loki, Loki main. Yeah, so if you play Smite, I'm a Loki main, and I will take your life. Bitch. Um... But yeah, Mithimu is amazing. And he did like a lot of uh, like YouTube content. And he created like the real god reveals, which were hilarious. Because it was like, oh, yeah, this god, he'll fuck you shit up. Like, and it's rather than like, Hebo, the god of the yellow river. Mm. Mithimu's like, yeah, he just fucking blasts you. And two seconds later, he fucking blasts you again. Oh my gosh. <laughs> And it's like super funny to watch. That made him really popular. Yeah. Like it was to watch him do this thing that he was doing YouTube because he enjoyed it for a long time. And then he got super popular off of that one series. And then he got popular. And because he got popular off of that, the audience liked watching him play Smite. Yeah. So he kept playing Smite because it was working and he was making money from it. He dropped out of school. It was his whole job.
2: Yeah.
0: was making YouTube videos. Yeah. It's his whole job. This is living. Yeah. And then he drops out of school. He does all that shit. And then... He's climbing. He's climbing. He's climbing. He's climbing. And he's like, I'm so fucking bored of Smite. I think I want to fucking kill myself rather than play this game. Yeah. Like, I can't do it anymore. Yeah. So, he's like... He kind of, like, tells the fans. He's like, hey, guys. I understand that, like... You know, I went from 10,000 to 40,000 subscribers because of this one Smite series. So, like, literally, like, three out of four of you were here yeah, because, because of, of that. Yeah, because of But, like... I'm so fucking bored, I can't do this yeah. anymore, I don't enjoy it, I need to do stuff I enjoy, that's why I started this YouTube channel, yeah. was I need to do stuff that I enjoy. Um, and it was. And even after he drops a video like that, nothing but smite content, because he would drop a video that wasn't smite, yeah. and it would get a third of the views, yeah. and that's his money, that's how he pays his bills.
1: That's sad.
0: So he's gotta like, you know, make some more smite stuff, even after he says he doesn't want to do it anymore.
1: That's a little sad,
0: actually. And, <laughs> like, he's so, you know, it is kind of sad. So he's like doing it and doing it and doing it. I'm like, bro, just stop doing it. I'm yeah. like rooting for him. I'm like, you yeah. can just stop. And he we'll st- eventually started to taper off mm-hmm. on the Smite and playing other games. And mm-hmm. if I go watch, if I go pull up his channel right now, it, all of his other games have about the same amount of views as his old Spike content used to oh,
1: have. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah.
0: Like, That's so good. he did have evolve. he did have a jump and mm-hmm. then a plateau and then a, a dip yeah. when he kind of switched. but then he just went back to where he was yeah. before. And like, now he enjoys doing it. Yeah. He plays the games that he likes. The And he really inspired me to watch out when I made my channel yeah. to not paint myself into a hole. Yeah, To not have to, to be very careful. Yeah, not to, to, to not be restricted. Become, to not restrict myself. Yeah. To make sure that I create an audience that enjoys all of the different things that I enjoy, yeah. To keep an open platform, to where I don't have to go through that like growing pain mm-hmm. of like, sorry guys, I'm just I can't do this for every sorry. single video mm-hmm. anymore.
1: Because um, I wouldn't want to do something for every single video. Yeah,
0: and like so, this one,
1: we just needed to chill a little bit, so we chilled a little bit. Like uh, that's really awesome having that like freedom. That's cool that that he, he was almost like a hey watch out with what can happen yeah but even if it happens you can you overcome know. it you can overcome you it you just keep going you just keep going you just keep going so, so shout
0: shout out to Mithimu den out, den. den out of den den out of den den out of den yes den out of den ten ben ten that's one crispy motherfucker love ben ten uh, you can probably expect a whole episode about ben ten I've been rewatching it and low-key I've just been like blown away by the fucking creative masterpiece that mm-hmm. is Ben 10. Um, and that's all I'm gonna say about Ben 10 for right now. Um, Futurama, Ninja Turtles I Love, died Nugla Exurb, Exurb 1A, also known Exurbia. Exerbia. YouTube, like, kind of, philo- he's a YouTube philosopher. That's what I'm gonna call him. Okay. Um,
1: okay, wait, I need to check it out. Sorry, go ahead. We
0: were listening to it earlier. Is he the
1: one that had, like, the cutty, cut,
0: the, yeah. Words? You'd be happy. happy. No, happy. Maybe happy always. Yeah, that guy.
1: That guy's so cool. Um,
0: Bree I mean, showed YouTube's me that guy. Yeah, that's yeah. super interesting. And she's like, "You kind of remind me of him."
1: Okay, and yeah, I'll, yeah.
0: So he's super inspiring because he's like me, but low key cooler because he's <laughs> yeah, he British.
1: He phrases his shit too. He like- yeah,
0: he's he. I mean, that was a two-minute video talking about the existential, the the hedonic treadmill, like the existential dread of becoming a human being and trying to always be happy.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, you know, I really like. Yeah, so Xerbia, I've seen almost all of his videos. I love him. Go watch Exerbia. Yes. Um, TED Talks. I love TED Talks. Mm. I used to watch them a lot more. But now when I catch myself ranting like I kind of do on here in real life, I'll be like, uh, th- uh, yeah, thanks for coming to my TED talk. And then I know that I can, it's like how I reset my brain. Yeah, yeah. Cause I'll literally just, I literally can't stop myself. Yeah. I'm literally just <makes noise> like, like spewing information yeah. out of my mouth. And when I realize that I'm like, oh my God, I can't stop. I'm like, and thanks for coming to my TED talk. And then I can reset yeah. and I can stop. So that's yeah. inspiring to me.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, I'm it's trying cool. to like blow through this stuff too, too. Let
2: me see. Oh my.
0: Ender's what? game the book. I've read like five books in my life, and Ender's Game... Okay, I've probably read more than five books. But Ender's Game is great. Um, if you've seen the movie, also good, but it doesn't have the lesson in it that the book taught me that really like stuck with me like forever. I, yeah. So um, What
1: did the book teach you with lesson?
0: So, Ender is a kid that spends his time studying his enemies in order to destroy them. Okay. Right? Because he's in school, and that school is teaching people how to destroy your enemies okay um he's the best he's younger than most of the other students and he's way prodigy. smarter yeah. he's literally the best um like the whole human race can't fight these aliens yeah. and make them like go extinct and they're getting this 11 year old to yeah. go make these aliens go away okay yeah um, yeah so it's so he has to fully understand and study these enemies and like the he ends up really badly hospitalizing a bully in like the first 10 minutes of the movie and like halfway through the movie he kills another bully because he's just trying to defend himself so he's like fighting him and it was an accident the kid just like slips and he like falls hits his head and dies Um, and then uh, but like somewhere in that they're talking about how like you know like there's like the adults that are talking about Ender and they're like well he seems like he's kind of distraught about yeah. that, that bully which is weird because that was an enemy that was someone that wanted to hurt him he's yeah. like well ender spent the time to fully fully understand that person and when you do that you cannot help but love them Love
1: them, them. yeah like,
0: there's like when you get oh to like a hundred percent full understanding of a being You cannot help but love them, Um, and that so
1: like unconditional love. Yeah, it's
0: literally unconditional because you understand them, and you understand that if you were them, you would do the same. Yeah. Um, And so, like to so to when I read that book and got that lesson, I was like, if I ever don't like anybody, it just means I don't understand them enough. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Like it's my fault that I don't like them.
1: Okay,
0: yeah. Um, I'm just not smart enough to figure out why they are the way that they are.
1: That's interesting.
0: And that's an amazing book. Uh, Ender's Game is great.
1: Yeah. No, I need to fucking check that out. That sounds really cool. Um, I think I really... I learned, like, the little lessons, I think, or, like, movies, Mm -hmm. was, like, Rudolph is, like, little guy gets excluded, misfits... Yeah. And, like, love that as a kid. Um,
0: uh, what was the song that they were singing in the beginning? No, not that one. We're the dentist.
1: Oh. Oh, yeah, he supposed to be, like, a
0: dentist. Uh, we're just a couple of misfits. <laughs> you remember I
1: didn't I'm, like, trying to remember the beating, but I can't remember the beating. I remember Bambi.
0: I remember she's cute. She she said I'm cute. I'm cute. She thinks I'm Aww. cute. I, I, so I feel sweet. like that. I so feel sweet. like that when when I'm, when I'm like simping and a girl yeah. calls me cute. I'm like I'm cute. I'm cute. She thinks I'm cute. <laughs> like it's it's a good feeling, bro. I'm okay that high. That's it's really okay to that's really cute. sweet. Yeah. It's okay to feel cute. Um, it's okay to feel cute. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: okay.
0: Um, the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People Ooh. is probably the most impactful book in my yeah. whole life. Um, I think one of my favorite books ever is The Problem of Increasing Human... If if that is a book... Okay, let me step back. The Seven Habits is a book that I tell every human being that I meet to read. Yeah. Because I think it is a book that every single human being could benefit from yeah. reading. Um,
1: you told me to read it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just... If I like you, I'll tell you to read it. Yeah. Go read it. It's pretty good. It's a three and a half hour listen on Audible. I have, I have a twelve hour workday. I can listen to it three, four, three times in a day. Yeah. Um, that and then the problem of increasing human energy, written in nineteen hundred by Nikola Tesla. Amazing, um, Nikola Tesla was measuring human energy before Einstein figured out how matter and energy are interchangeable. Hmm. Hmm. Like and that's. That's so big, bro. Yeah. That's not like a little thing. Yeah. Tesla understood that matter and energy were the same thing long before Einstein proved it mathematically.
1: Yeah. Wow. That is like really fucking big because that's like going against the status quo. He just
0: said, he said we can measure it like this. More mass means more energy. Less mass means less energy. I don't know how to figure out how much energy exactly at this Mm. time, but those, here are the ways to increase and decrease it. I cannot give you the exact value. Yeah. And then Einstein comes up with E equals mc (laughs) squared, and then that's, I can give you the exact value.
1: Oh, shit. Yeah. Um,
0: But he let, but Einstein only has one part of Tesla's two parts of human energy. Mm. Because. Einstein has the physical, the matter part of the human energy, yeah. our physical bodies, yeah. but Tesla defined human energy as more than one thing, more yeah. than just our physical bodies, our intelligence, yeah. our hygiene, and our like our output. Okay. So it's like if you're cleaner, yeah. you're, you're a more high energy individual. If you're smarter, okay. you're a higher energy individual. Yeah. If you're low-key nicer, if you're yeah. not a murderer. You're a higher energy individual. Yeah. If you go around sapping energy from people, you know, like the Satanic Bible inspired me. Yeah. Um, to do some bad things. Don't don't t- take everything with a grain of salt. Um, what did you do? I cheated on a girl.
1: I correlated to the book how.
0: It says indulge in your life pleasures. Oh. Um, if you if you're horny, kiss them. You know, do the thing. Yeah. Um, you only live once. Yeah. Like. You know, so... Yeah, I don't... I don't. It was a long time ago. No, I a... read the Satanic Bible. Um, I regret Are my... You got
1: inspired by that?
0: Yeah, I regret... <laughs> it's the LeVay Satanic Bible, alright? It was written by Anton LeVay, okay? Fucking Marilyn Manson and shit.
1: Yeah.
0: It wasn't terrible. That doesn't sound terrible. None... It says... The the tenets and stuff... Like... It, here's the one really interesting thing. The satanic sins and the satanic rules of the earth are like the commandments and the seven deadly sins. But like the other way. Yeah. And like it says don't harm children.
1: Yeah. Specifically.
0: Do not harm children. Yeah. Period.
1: Yeah. Full stop. And animals.
0: Yeah. Or animals. or animals. Don't harm. Do not harm non-human animals. You can harm human animals in the satanic bible they're like you want to hurt somebody hurt somebody
1: yeah
0: but don't hurt animals
1: don't hurt animals but you don't hurt, hurt human children animals. i totally get it yeah 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 Yeah. yeah. that's really sweet because they just
0: see us Do you know what satan is in the levain Levi- satanic bible what? it's a non-theistic religion okay there's no god there's no god there is no theistic god yeah. in the satanic bible satan is a word that fills in for nature okay so it's, like, the, the natural way of things, the satanic way of things, the, the like, lust, the love, the, 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 the YOLO, yeah. the, the 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 material yeah. plane of Earth. That's really interesting. Um, yeah, and, like, it's a good read, but, like, read some other Bibles if you're going to read that one. Yeah. That's my only... Yeah,
1: get, um, get a little variety. Yeah. If, get if a you're going to kiss
0: somebody else, uh, talk to your partner about it. Guess what? You don't decide cheating. They do.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Do you need to say it with the other person? Yeah.
0: hmm
1: Because um, how they, it affects them. Yeah. They're the one being... Oh, the,
0: the number one best video on YouTube. Hmm. The Egg.
1: The Egg.
0: <laughs> by Kurzgott. The... Best video on YouTube. Just look up The Egg. It's by Kurzgott. It's like a German word. Um... That's my fucking favorite YouTube video.
2: That's so. Good. Um,
0: I think I'm a narcissist, and that video lets me be a narcissist selflessly. Like I can be a, a nice narcissist yeah. because of that video. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ugh,
1: yeah.
0: Um,
1: I think you've inspired me.
0: That's very nice. In some ways. I yeah. mean, I've, I'm doing a podcast with you. Yeah. You know, that's like cool. I'm literally bouncing ideas off of you all day, mm-hmm. almost every day, mm-hmm. like to try to like figure out how to do more of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, and I've wanted to do a podcast. For trade a long time. stocks. Dude, we we'd be making money, yeah. we be making podcasts, yeah. we 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 just be producing we'd stuff. we be producing We're producer, editor, like you know, creative co-host. director, co-host, yeah. like artist, like we're doing it all, bro. Yeah. It's so cool. Um Yeah, I already shouted out token, little dicky, queen. Queen. Apple bottom jeans. Oops, Apple bottom jeans. Uh, fallout boy was some of the first music i listened to in like summer before my freshman year Mm. to this day when i hear it i like feel my heart beating in my chest harder Mm. kyle hill on youtube like a nerdy science guy Mm. really like him because he talks about like what would happen if like a lightsaber and captain America's Mm. shield like clashed forces and he talks about it in the most scientific way that he possibly can vsauce like, Vsauce. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Michael here. Michael yeah.
1: <laughs> Hank Green. Um, and just even, like, educational Green, like, now. these educational people yeah. are really,
0: really cool. Um, I don't know if
1: anyone else had this experience, but a lot of science classes throughout the years became binge-watching Hank Green. Like, that's what we would do in class, was we would <laughs> learn from Hank Green.
0: Yeah. I spent yeah. some time in, in history class, too. Oh, history class, Yeah, too? Crash Course History. Yeah, Crash Course, Crash Course. Um... <laughs> Three Days Grace was like the first music that I listened to that wasn't like country music that I like found. And I found it and I'm exposing myself yeah. right now, bro. I'm hella exposing myself what? right now. Because I was on a f- website yeah. that was for people that thought that they were werewolves.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: And that's where on that forum. How'd you, people, find How'd you get people, on people,
1: How'd you get on the forum though? Let's not skip over that. How'd you, I was. <laughs> I could
0: I, I was uh, I like you googling. Were... I think I'm a werewolf. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like, like that. Literally. Like what to do when you're a werewolf. Yeah, how to turn into a werewolf. Yeah, not, not how to turn into. I was already. already I was already there. Werewolf. I was already okay. there. I was already like dealing with. I
1: it. I used to cast spells Bro, as a kid. I'd I be like would sanction.
0: Fucked myself up to the point where I would, like tear. I don't know if I was tearing my sheets in my sleep to just convince myself or what, but I wake up in torn sheets and I'd be like, I'm a werewolf. Wow. And then I'd go onto a forum and they would talk about music yeah. and they were like, you should check out this song. And it was Three Days Grace, The Animal I Have Become.
2: Okay. Yeah.
0: Little yeah. other notes for the werewolf website. This animal <laughs> I have become. Oh my gosh. Meme. This ain't the real me. <laughs> yeah, but Three Days Grace That's was funny. great. That's funny. Little Green Day, Green Day a little bit after that. Okay. Um Hollywood Undead Dead was, like, my favorite band in high school.
1: Avenged Sevenfold was cool. My cousin listened to that, and I thought that they were cool.
0: Yeah. Little Peep. Little Peep died for his music. <sighs> um mm. X, didn't need to. He was murdered, and I think he would have done much better, and it would have been really cool to hear more music from him. Uh, the guy from Hot Ones
1: oh
0: yeah he's an amazing interviewer
1: he's an amazing he's oh
0: one of the best interviewers what's his, I've ever what's his
1: name what's his name what's his name we does a lot of interviews um Narwar.
0: Nardwar Nardwar yeah. is great he's
1: inspirational his TED talk I love his TED talk
0: did a TED he talk? had a
1: whole TED talk it's all um, about asking people just ask yeah. Just ask. Yeah, I, I feel like that's ca- how he I like.
0: feel like would literally just be asking like Lil Uzi Vert's mom for like baby pictures. Yeah. He literally yeah. just gotta be like, oh wait, Lil Uzi Vert. Oh. We got. We have to know. know.
1: Yeah, we And I
0: was like, bro, you're literally just texting their best yeah. friends and mothers.
1: Yeah, but yeah, but he also Narwhal It, it, it is determination. Mm, Michael Jackson. Yes, he.
0: Michael Jackson inspired my mother to dance.
1: Yes, please. Tell us.
0: And if my mother had never started dancing, she would have never met my father because they met dancing. Um, And honestly, if my dad couldn't dance, he would have never pulled a guy like my mom. i go a moment (laughs) like my mom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, like... Then you probably wouldn't
1: be here. I wouldn't
0: be here. So, if no no Michael Jackson, no Robert McGowan. Okay. Um,
1: Yeah.
0: And that... I, Michael Jackson is pretty cool. He got songs like "Man in the Mirror," which are also super inspiring. Super good, or even um, the. It don't matter if you black or Yeah, right. yeah, he's pretty cool. Really good. Um, Kendrick Lamar, "Fear," the song mm-hmm. "Fear." Wow, Grateful Dead. J Cole. J Cole really no role models to speak of mm. the new J. Cole album from last year The Bluffs was Just my f-
1: <laughs> favorite
0: album Yeah, from last year bro that album was so good I listened to it like a hundred times um,
1: Mac Miller I, I have discovered a Stevie of-
0: Wonder last year yeah? yeah you discovered him yeah Blind ass. i thought bad. he
1: wasn't blind for the longest yeah i thought he was faking they it.
0: talk about him in the seven habits they're like they or maybe it's wonder. how to win friends and influence people but one of those books they talk about um the teacher asking him to like help him find a mouse because mm. he was the only one that would be able to hear it because he's blind it's interesting Um, And it was like, you know, like, seeing him for something that he is special for and taking the time to do that, rather than just being like, you're blind. Yeah. You know? And look at what Stevie Wonder did with those, like, extra awesome ears, bro. Yeah. You ever heard Sir Duke? Sir Duke? I think I have. You should be. So good. Ooh. Yeah, Queen's really good, Michael Jackson's really good, Grateful Dead's really good. I really like the Smiths. I can't actually say that though without being problematic. Um, Being homeless was really inspiring. Yeah. I mean, I've never more enjoyed nothing than like just this air conditioning of a Walmart. Mm. So, so grateful like through my whole core to just be in an air conditioned Walmart and not even be able to afford anything. To just stand in an air-conditioned
2: Walmart,
0: Um, and like I was sitting there in this Walmart, and I'm like, man, I really hope that when I'm no longer homeless, I can feel this good standing in a Walmart. Um,
1: You gotta keep the gratefulness, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. it's like
0: you gotta keep that like gratitude and stuff, and like keep in even when you have all these things, because it's like, bro, air conditioning is so nice in a hundred and twenty degree day. Yeah, air conditioning is so nice. (sighs) One of the most inspired. Okay. I didn't even get to the movies. Fern Gully. That was a movie. It's yeah. an animated movie about saving trees and fairies and stuff. Right. The Lorax. Um, the Lorax. <laughs> there's a... I forget what Studio Ghibli movie it is. I think it's like Pom Pom Pico or something like that. But it's got raccoons that shapeshift and they're trying to save the forest. Okay. Have you ever seen it? I haven't seen it. Do you want... Should I ruin it? Should I spoil it? Yeah. Bro, they don't save the forest.
1: Oh... Bitch, what? They
0: don't save the forest. They tear the whole forest down and build the city. That's
1: sad. And I saw that movie
0: when I lived in Nevada. Yeah. And I'm like, they are tearing whole mountains and forests down when we literally have a whole ass empty state.
2: Yeah.
0: Like, what? Yeah. Why are we tearing down the pretty, very gorgeous ancient temples and forests when we have... They don't want to see Hundreds of thousands of miles of empty, empty room. space. Yeah. It's because they're over there and we're over here, and you know?
1: It's more convenient for them.
0: For just tear down buildings and mountains yeah. like that. Mountains, bro. Oh, ancient temples. Like that. That broke my heart.
1: Yeah. Uh, Rio broke my heart a little bit because the message is so beautiful and it's just like. I mean obviously the bird's going through his own thing, but then it's like like just save the birds. Save these birds. And then they go extinct and then it's like we didn't learn a lesson.
2: Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um but yeah, no Heathers and Hamilton are two plays that really inspire me. Yeah. They're great. Uh Heathers, I'm gonna say less than Hamilton just to I like Heathers. I love Heather's and I don't want to say how much I love it to yeah. just keep any form of reputation that I have. Um, <laughs> Heather's is amazing. I saw Hamilton in San Francisco live. It was like a $300. That's it was crazy. It was, a, it, was a, it was a very expensive ticket, but it was really cool. You guys did like a little dance and I, it like stays in my heart. And yeah. Like it affected how I do my little dance now. Um, The Watchmen, I recently watched that, and Dr. Manhattan said something along the lines of, between a dead and a live human body, there is no difference structurally.
1: Which is really crazy how true that is.
0: And it made me think, then what is the difference? And it's a flow of energy, would Mm. be my my argument. Okay. Um, And so it's like, I'm like, so yeah, Watchmen, really, really good movie. Rorschach's really cool. If you haven't seen The Rorschach. Watchmen, I think it's on Netflix.
1: No, what about. Oh, there's one called Papillon. Have you seen that? No. It's like a war ish movie, so like it's okay. I just, it just came to my head. Um,
0: Papillon. I've, favorite Disney movies meet the Robinsons. Mm. Keep moving forward. Name a better message than that the kid gets to, like, get all frustrated that he's, like, stupid. And he's really, like, the smartest kid in the world. And he's like, I'm stupid, stupid, mm. stupid. And it's like, no, you're literally, like, the smartest guy in the world. Um, and you're calling yourself stupid. Just just chill out. Yeah. And, like, keep moving forward.
1: That's really good message.
0: Um, yeah. Because I, cool. bro, I remember I used to do this thing called Read Naturally, which was, like, how I learned, which was, like, a, a reading program for... Uh, me from when I was homeschooled. Mm-hmm. And I never failed. Mm. Never failed. No? Like, I, you'd spend all this time like reading a little short story to the point where you can read it out loud in like a, like a public speaking voice almost. Um, and my dad would have to, whenever I got to that point, I would have to call my dad over and he'd have to watch me do it. And he would be the judge on whether or not I passed or not.
2: Mm. And
0: I always passed. Every single time. Mm. Pass, 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 pass. And one time I failed. And I remember, bro, like going to the bathroom, looking in the mirror, and crying, mm-hmm. just thinking that I'm a failure. Wow. And I'm like, "Wow, you're stupid. You're a failure." Wow. It's so the first time I ever failed.
1: Yeah, just got it. Not even
0: failed. Yeah. Just like, just, yeah. just like, yeah. It was just like, mm-hmm. "Hey, you gotta do it again." I was just like, like little kid, just like in the mirror, crying. And you know what? Um, reminded me of that when I saw Thor playing video games in Endgame. Mm, yeah, in he's all big and yeah. Because he took one failure in his whole life, and look how he took it. Yeah, that's true. I'm a failure. I'm a loser. There's one failure, and you completely give up. You stop moving forward.
1: Yeah.
0: You know? Don't meet the Robinsons, bro. Keep moving forward.
1: I think the things that have inspired me the most in life have been the people around me, Mm -hmm. the people I've observed, and animals.
0: Animals are really I think that's what
1: it is. I think, like... Honestly, Hawks inspire me. Hawks? So yeah. elaborate a
0: little bit. Um, when you see a hawk, like for one, they're usually just flying around. Yeah. They're birds of prey. So they were, they've got like this awareness, right? They look so calm and chill and they got this awareness and they're aware of everything, bro. They see everything. They know what's happening and then when they see something that is an opportunity... They're just cruising, bro, like almost in slow-mo, flying in circles, Mm -hmm. just doing their own thing, looking cool as fuck, and they know everything that's going on, Mm -hmm. and the second they see an opportunity, they go for it. They get it fast as fuck, they take it, and then they they take it, and they run with it, and that was it, and then they go back.
2: Yeah. And then they
0: find another, and they have this full awareness, and then they find an opportunity, and... Um, So I I like to live my life like that. Like if you see me at work, yeah, like me walking around the floor. Yeah. I'm constantly walking. Just waiting to the do something. Yeah, and then like looking for something to do, and then boom, get it.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. So yeah, and like doing that for more than just like like more than just work, work it's like you know roam around and look at yeah. shit that excites you and do that shit. Uh uh-huh.
1: I think traveling is really inspirational. Going to different places and seeing how a bunch of different people. Lived their lives in a bunch of different ways. Cultures are different. I feel like that's super inspirational. Yeah. Um.
0: Hellboy really inspired me as a kid. hmm Hellboy was, a uh, Because in, like, the beginning of the movie, they're like, what makes a man a man? And I'm like a little kid, bro. I'm like, I need to know. I need, I need to know. know. I'm a child. I actually literally need to know.
1: What is the key? What,
0: what is, is the, the secret? Key? Um... What
1: is the password?
0: What's the password? And you know, you watch the whole movie, and then at the end, it's the same kind of like, what makes a man a man? Mm -hmm. And it's like, it is his choices. Ah, I
1: kind of like that. Because
0: Hellboy is the chosen one, but like the evil chosen one. You know, like Harry Potter's the good guy, Mm -hmm. fucking Hellboy's Voldemort. He's born
1: Voldemort. Yeah,
0: he's, he's the evil guy. He's like, you know, and all this other stuff. But in the end of the movie, he chooses to be the good guy. Mm. It's like Harry Potter. He chooses oh. Hogwarts. You know, it's like, your choices are what define you. Like, Hellboy breaks the horns off of his head. He's like, yeah, I may be born a devil, but oh, one. No way, bro. I choose who I am. Yeah. You know? And it's like, you, I, can be, I can be born whatever I want. Yeah. I can be born a straight up Satan spawn. I can be born a narcissist. But I don't have to be that. I am what I choose to be.
1: That's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. That is what separates us from whatever is the choices we choose to make. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Should I didn't pick up.
0: Um, there was this one rom-com I watched as a kid. And I can't name it. Why? Because uh, I don't know the oh, name. okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay. I watched it as a kid, like, one time. Yeah. Like, my dad put it on. And I was just like, okay, what's on? Yeah. And I watched it. And the, like, it's like a girl and her friend and so it's a girl and she's got like two guys that are like really like trying to get her attention and like become her boyfriend or whatever Mm. and throughout the movie she's like dating both of them and trying to figure out like oh my god what do I do they're both so great like blah 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 and then she's like talking to her her girl best friend like the whole time and her girl best friend is like you know like a Brie type woman like a baddie yeah (laughs) yeah um, and then like she's married to like it's the same kind of like himbo energy that I was talking about with like Richard from Gumball, mm-hmm. like a fat hairy guy yeah. and like uh, a 10 out of 10, you know what I mean? So you're like, you look at it and you're like, wait a second, how does, how does a guy like that pull a girl like that? Mm-hmm. You kind of just think that the whole movie. You're just like, because he's just a goofball who's mm-hmm. like eating Cheetos and being yeah. nerdy with her and like all this stuff. And you're like, who is that fucking guy? And, like, at, towards the end of the movie, you know, they go on all their little dates. They're all cute and shit. And then the girl's like, I, honestly, I don't know which one's the better guy. I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to pick. And she was like, Well, oh, you know, honestly, you don't pick the better guy. You pick the guy that makes you a better woman.
2: Mm-hmm. And I just
0: flipped the genders and took that advice and ran with it. Yeah. Bro, like, you don't need better women in your life. You need women that make you, like, a better man.
1: Yeah, okay. You
0: know? Like, you don't need better people in your life. You need people that make you a better person. Yeah.
1: That makes sense. That's kind of nice.
0: And it was, uh, it was really profound. It was really cool. I mean, I don't remember the name of the movie. I've never seen it again. But that little tidbit stuck with me so hard. Yeah. Like, yeah, I literally wrote it down as, like, Uh, rom-com? better person like that was how i wrote wrote oh, it down because cr- it's like i literally just can't even remember the movie so if you favorite? know what movie i'm talking about please please find comment it
2: please
0: um minecraft oblivion fallout fable and the shrek game lots of video games i've loved oh, yeah. i learned how to read playing oblivion
1: okay really i think i learned how to read with like music
0: That's cool. Because
1: I was, I'm a a first generation here, so English was like a task, you know? Yeah,
0: I heard that, I hear that a lot.
1: Music is helpful, music is really helpful. Because it's like,
0: it's like, that's so cool.
1: I used to think I was like cheating the system, because like, they'd be like, write a book report, and I'd like write a little book report about a song, because I was like, this is a a little story. (laughs) That's
0: cool. Um, But yeah, I learned how to replaying Oblivion, because I would try to do a quest, and I'd get stuck. And I'd be like, Dad, can you help me out here? I don't know what this, what this wants me to do. And he says, oh, it wants you to uh, learn to read. No, no way. That's exactly what he'd, he'd do. He'd, mm. say, he'd be like, it says learn to read. And I'm like, one, two, three. There's more than three words on the page, Dad. I may not be able to read, but I can count.
1: Mm. <laughs> That's smart. That's kind of smart.
0: Um. You know, so I ended up like just literally learning how to read for necessity of wanting to play the game.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and then Skyrim came out, and Skyrim I played the day. It a came lot of
2: out lock for, like, dialogue. Twenty-four
0: hours. Yeah. I called out of school the day Fallout Four came out. Did you, did you really? It. I literally did, yeah. bro. I wasn't even living at home. Called out away. of school. I ran away from home, That's so, so funny. I was like the only person that I would. I'd call in and I'd be like, I'm sick. That's hella <laughs> cool. But then I also got expelled, so whatever. Yeah.
1: <laughs> We're
0: dropouts. It's okay. It's okay. Um, Minecraft, amazing. Minecraft. Minecraft taught me that if you want to be the best, find the best and let them teach you. Mm-hmm. That's what I learned from Minecraft. Yeah.
1: That's so so fun.
0: Yeah, because I was like playing on a server mm-hmm. with like Zbdc and Mikey and like. You know, those old guys that were, like, on the Skype call mm. before Discord existed. Mm. And, you know, you'd always have, like, connection issues on Skype. Bro, I had 22-hour Skype calls with those guys playing Minecraft. And they taught me how to play Minecraft. And I think I'm a fucking Minecraft god. Yeah? I'm a Minecraft That's a flex. Guy, that's that's actually a flex. <laughs> I'm a Minecraft god. <laughs> um, yeah, O'Brien. F- follow me. <laughs> Um, there was a Shrek game when I was a kid. Shrek
1: period. Shrek. Shrek. Shrek, Shrek is the most. Shrek
0: is love. Shrek, Shrek is love. Shrek is
1: life. Yeah. Like Shrek is life. Shrek. Shrek. Shrek.
0: Shrek. No, but there was a like a Shrek two video game I played. When I was a kid, I think on the original Xbox. Yeah. And the Puss in Boots boss in that <laughs> game was so fucking hard, bro. Like, I Puss literally, Boots? I love business. I literally wanted to throw my controller out the damn window. Like, I was so angry. I was like, he just beat my ass like eight times. Oh no. no. Like, he's a boss fight. I'm Shrek, bro. And I'm getting my ass handed me by a cat. Back to back to back to back to back. Oh my gosh. And then I'm just like, fuck it. Put that shit down. I'm going to bed. Fuck this shit. I lose. I, I admit defeat. Wow, that you was, gave
1: up. You submitted. Yeah,
0: I was just like, fuck this shit. Yeah. I gave up. I was like, you beat me, you stupid fucking cat. Yeah. And then I go to bed. I come back the next day, and I beat him first try.
1: Hell yeah. First try. You should have some, some space, I some distance from a situation. so
0: mad that I couldn't even think straight. Yeah. Bro. I was just so frustrated. I come back the next day, and I beat him first try.
2: That's so good. And I was
0: literally, it was like the lesson I was like, literally, sometimes you just need to calm down, walk away, come back, and... Yeah. I was like six or seven years yeah. old, bro. Learning that shit from Shrek 2, the video. Yeah, game. <laughs> <I was> like
1: <laughs> fucking shit, dude. Uh, Life is really weird.
0: D and D. D and D. Love D D. Right. You should try D and D.
1: D and D is a game that is it's <laughs> <is> a, <laughs> a it re- it really allows you to like create a persona. Be whatever you want. Yeah, be whatever you want. Do literally whatever you want. Be whatever you want, and just. <gasps> have fun
0: just imagine you're like a elf or a halfling or a dwarf or you know a fantasy character in a fantasy world and you get to like your limit is your imagination and your friend's imagination and like how you can work together with your and friends and it's so
1: cool how like your friend's imaginations just like okay randomly create a fucking cool ass story yeah. that like we can talk about in a week like yeah, that's bro, so cool
0: it's so much fun i love D and so you get to like role play with these people and like, you know, I was a DM for a while, so I got to like role play racist characters and watch my friends get mad at racism, which is always fun. You're like, I'm glad I have good friends that get mad at racism. Yeah.
1: orcs orcs deserve uh, more love.
0: I agree. Mm-hmm. Adbra doesn't. Adbra doesn't. Adbra doesn't. That was your guys's fault. You manifested She's her to be angry.
1: So rude.
0: She's just rude.
1: She's just rude. She didn't sell us potions. And then she really was like upping us for potions. It's just a really messed up situation. Mm. Being racist to one of our party members. Abra can fuck off.
0: Yeah, yeah. That, that was how I'd hope you feel about it. Yeah.
1: Um, wow. It is a really long
0: Um, And I got, I mean, my pets throughout my life have been really inspiring. Mm. The first real pet I can remember was Buddy. It was like a dog that ran away and then came back and then ran away again and it, it was just really sad for me as a kid yeah. to just have like my dog run away um and then after that kind of moved and when I was like seven I got Shiloh and Shiloh was like my dog for... who named
1: that dog that's a really cool name
0: it was his name when we got him
1: that's cool I
0: almost changed it to Shadow <laughs> just cause I was like seven and yeah. wanted to be edgy yeah. but I was like nah his name is Shiloh Shiloh S-H-I-L-O um And I name every dog in every game Shiloh.
1: That's so sweet. That's so sweet.
0: Um, You're Shiloh. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I went back to Fable 3 um, and loaded Mm -hmm. up like a five year old game save, and the dog sitting there is just
1: Shiloh. And
0: I'm like, oh, that was when he was alive.
1: (laughs) Does Shiloh pass?
0: Uh, Yeah, in a pretty tragic way.
1: Is Penny... Penny's um,
0: alive. Mm -hmm. Penny's alive. Penny's living with my dad's... uh, My sister and stuff. She's in the best health she's probably ever been. Mm. She looks really healthy. Michelle's making sure she eats right and stuff. Um, So, yeah, it's pretty cool. Penny's really good. I mean, when I was homeless, bro... Yeah. And, like, there was a time when Penny just lived in a different state than me. Mm. And I just had to find a home For her. Like I had to just like I, I, when I got that dog, she was eight weeks old, we went camping and I started to walk around the lake we went camping Mm. at. And as I'm walking around the lake, I realized this is a much bigger lake than I thought. So I'm like alright, time to turn around. Probably two miles into this walk, I'm like time to turn around. Mm. Turn around I got this little eight week old puppy following me, little Penny following me. And her name's Penny. After the white spot on her chest, I called Mm. her Pendant. Okay. So she's named after the white spot on her chest pendant, and then my grandma got us home. Said mm, you'll probably start calling her Penny, and yeah. I'm like, yeah, you're right.
1: Penny. <coughs> That's adorable.
0: So, yeah, so Penny, um, you know, it's like, I, so I turn around and I'm like, all right, now it's time to walk back to camp, and Penny just laid down. Uh-huh. Eight week old puppy, she's like, I'm, I'm
1: gonna nah, do it. No, I mean, nah, dog. Oh my I'm laying
0: down right here. So I pick her up. At eight weeks old, and I carry her a mile and a half back to camp. That's so,
1: that's so sweet. A little
0: little puppy. That's present. so sweet. She's now like 180 pounds, 150, uh-huh. 140 pounds. God knows, she is. I couldn't do that. Now. Yeah. You know, that's my like that. That's my little baby. Yeah. Like that's my baby. And like I had to take care of her, make sure that she was safe, and like she made me work really hard to try to make sure that I was okay, so that she could be okay. Yeah. I feel
1: like my dogs have. The dogs have had have had so much personality mm-hmm. that it just makes me think like you're Penny's your own so being. Smart.
0: Penny, Shiloh, in seven years, never figured out how to open the bathroom door.
1: Mm.
0: Penny was doing it before she was a year old.
1: Mm. Yeah.
0: Like, she was so smart. Shiloh was loving. Shiloh was a cuddly, mm. I love you, please, mm. you're so cool. And he was also really skittish because he was a rescue. Yeah, Barked at my dad until he died we <laughs> like seven years That's night So night funny. Night. Um, but Penny is like she loves herself and her space and <laughs> her company. She she, she loves showing. Um,
1: Mine's are really different. One's really really patient, and the other one's like uh, crazy, havoc seeking. Yeah. Uh, and I take I feel like if I take from both, I'll have a happy life.
0: Yeah, but. Dude, this is by far, I think, our longest episode. We're killing it. But I mean, we talked about so much, and there's so much like all of this is like, this is literally stuff that inspires me. This is the longest list of things that inspire me I think I've ever made.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I really enjoyed talking about it. It felt like an exercise. Really fun once we started doing it. And I think that this episode will actually be one that we could kind of like go back to and be like, yo, almost everything that we talked about in that episode could get its own episode. Yeah. Like, yeah,
1: we could literally make a bigger list upon what we have had
0: yeah. done. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, super exciting. Check out. For, I'm super excited to talk about Ben 10. So.
1: You guys aren't ready. Expect, <laughs> how does it go? He's a 10. <laughs> Who
0: started with an alien device did what it did. It stuck itself upon its wrist with secrets that it hid. No, he's not superpowers. He's no more the kid. He's Ben 10. Ben 10. <laughs> yeah, so check it out um thank you for coming to intro thank avenue uh, and see you next Woo! time <laughs>